this is Sarah. And this is Rachel. And this is The Rip It Diaries, a podcast where we rip apart The Vampire Diaries episode by episode. Warning, this is a rewatch podcast, so any spoilers for the whole series could happen. Today we're talking about Season 1, Episode 4, Family Ties. In today's episode, we of course have the Founders Party, and there's more Damon and Elena, Elena and Stefan, Damon and Caroline drama, pretty much drama with everyone. There's also drama still with Vicky and Jeremy and Tyler and all of that. And then there's also new drama. Drama everywhere. Always. There's new drama with Jenna and new character, Logan Fell. New character. Lots of, like, big firsts and introductions yeah. in this episode, for sure. Yeah, I was thinking that when we watched it. There's a lot of new things that get introduced, and it feels... I don't know. It almost feels like a, the real pilot, like the real, the real first episode. <laughs> yeah. Like you're really immersed in the world, but this is your first episode where you learn so much. Yeah, it's because I think you know the first three. There was a lot of introductions to get out of the way. Yeah, character building, plot building, just like here's what's going on. Yeah, definitely the first two were just that. Episode three, like we said, is like a great episode. That's where it really kicks yeah. into gear. And this episode is an, is a continuation of that. It's like yeah. okay. Here's a lot of the first things happening. Um, what I particularly like about this episode is a lot of the, like, vampire world building happens. Mm-hmm. We get a lot of the, like, actual yes. lore, whatever we want to call yeah. it, of how <laughs> it works in this world. Yeah. Um, Damon explains how you actually make a vampire to yes. Caroline. It's yes. the first time we find out how it works. Yep. And the daylight ring. Yes, and he confirms. I think you kind of maybe suspect... Oh, Before yeah, he that? takes it off of Stefan in the first episode, I think. Like, he takes yes, Stefan's off of him. I don't know if he, like, explains but, necessarily, but he yeah. he takes it from Stefan and Stefan freaks out. Yeah. And, of course, it's, like, Elena points out that Stefan's wearing this huge ring. Yeah. Um, But I don't know if there's confirmation, but Damon, if we didn't already have it, that definitely gave yes. confirmation. Yeah. That you gotta wear it for the sun. Yeah. Um, And then Vervain, which we already had a hint of. Yeah, but I don't but think see they it. put a name to. No, I don't think they did either because Stefan tells Elena it's an herb that's in yes. the. In yeah, the he doesn't say He's what it is. Very specific. Yeah. Yeah. So, unless he said it in a voiceover, which I don't think he did, this is no, the first time we really so. get to know what Vervain is. Yeah. And actually get to see like how powerful it is and what it can actually do to a vampire, not just yeah. blocking a little bit of compulsion, but like. Full on, it is like a poison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We also see the Vervain in the cellar, which is used on every character throughout the yeah. show, so that's a big Who one. Who <laughs> hasn't gotten locked in this, yeah. the Salvatore cellar? Yeah, if you didn't get locked in the Salvatore cellar, you weren't having enough fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. You, you never had a moment. You never yeah. did something. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and then, like, along with that, I think, I don't know if they've stated before about inviting vampires in. That's another one where, like, yeah, even still, I don't think it's been explicitly stated. But, no, but they I do don't hammer think so. it in again. Where both Stefan yes. and Damon, when they go to the Lockwood party, we see them they both have to, have to be invited in. Mm-hmm. Um, which, of course, we saw in the last episode that Damon had to be invited into Elena's house. Yes. So I think if you didn't already figure that one out, this yeah. one's like okay, a vampire has to get invited. In. You this cannot. Is a rule. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. Lots of lots of rules. Lots of like yes. world building around the way that vampires actually work. Yeah, and done in a really good way. Like, I really like the explaining it to Caroline. I know yes. basically Damon does just say, this is how you make a vampire, mm-hmm. but it works really well mm-hmm. in, like, the daylight ring. And the inviting in, I think that's so clever that they yeah. have that party and they have to come into this new place. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. 
yeah, it works really well. It does work well. Um, and I'm not usually a fan of, like, telling, not showing. I always say, like, show, don't yeah. tell. Yeah. Um, but they do that, too. Like, this is the fourth yes. episode, and they're just saying a lot of this for the first time. They're confirming it. Yes. So they were, like, showing us and not telling us, um, and are continuing to reiterating those facts by showing, not yes. telling. Because even with the, like, this is how you make a vampire, Damon's very flippant about it. He's like, yeah. oh, it's a whole thing. You drink my blood, I drink your blood, you die, yeah. yada, yada. Which is, I guess, the basics. But, like, yeah. he's not explaining it per se. Yeah, um, he's he's really, he's just giving us enough information so when they do show and not tell, we at least know what's going on. It's yes. not like we're lost. Yes. Yeah, I think they do that really well. They just tell a little bit. Like, enough that you kind of know what's going on. And then mm-hmm. it's like, you'll see it. You'll yes. see it. Yes. Um, we also get the Lockwood Mansion for the first time. Oh, which yes. I feel like is such a iconic, iconic Vampire Diaries yeah. destination. Um, there are, there so are nice a to, lot, actually. Yeah, because like, they host a party every three they, weeks. That's like. true. Also, everything happens to be there for yes. some reason. <laughs> I guess they're the mayor, but I don't know. Like, I don't know the mayor from the small hometown we're from, and I don't know yeah, where their no. house is. Like, I would never go to their house for an event no. either. I don't know. Yeah, so don't know what that's about. And, yeah. of course, at that location, Bonnie uses magic for the first time. Oh, Bon Bon. A bon, real queen. Bon. It's confirmed. She is a witch. Yeah, yes. she... If there literally, was any room for doubt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if there was. Yeah, she literally lights up a room. She is everything. Literally yeah. lights up a room. That's so cute. I know, I thought of it when I was watching it. I was like, it's pretty she cute. really does. She does light up a room. But yeah. And not only does she light up a room, she brings it back from Terrible Carol. She was yes. being so mean to that yeah. <laughs> service person. Yeah, Carol is a pickle in this episode. Yeah. She's on one as usual. She really is. We'll get back to Carol Lockwood, but first, I want to talk about, like we mentioned, new character, Logan Fell. Yes. He's a really interesting... Yeah, well, he is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> He's an interesting addition because he finally gives Jenna a little bit more than just being, like, very... Yeah, very side character, very, like, you know, she's just there to be Elena's mm-hmm. and Jeremy's caretaker. Mm-hmm. And I also love Jenna in this episode and every yeah. episode. But she, yeah. I don't know, she has some good quippy rapport with Logan. And I, I really like that introduction of, she has some personality now. Yes. She's a real person. Yes, she has her own plot. She had a life before mm-hmm. becoming Jeremy and Elena's yeah. caregiver. Yeah. Um, And they give that to us through Logan. Yes. Um. Uh, interesting way to do that i don't even know yes. where to start with logan he's i know we're gonna talk about him i think a lot more as we get farther into episodes so not too Definitely. much to say right now but just have to say love yeah love how jenna called him out he was trying mm-hmm. to sweeten her up by saying you know oh i went to your sister's yes. funeral which i he had me for like half a second where it's <gasps> me like too i forgot i was like yeah, actually, he's not that bad. Yeah, nobody wants to go to a funeral, so to go to a funeral for her, yeah. so cute. But like, yeah, then she goes. Her name was Monica, wasn't it? Like, yeah. So like, she's she knows, she knows. she's the quippy remarks. Yeah, she's great. Um, yeah, she's not taking it. Yeah, she, she can't be fooled. Like she Elena, can't be fooled. She can't be fooled. Although Logan is gonna end up being a honeypot anyway, so yeah. we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Um, yeah, not much to say about the two of them right yet. No, just that he's there. He's there. It's an interesting introduction, and it's Mm -hmm. a great way to give Jenna a story and some personality, and it really works for now. Yeah. It comes back, too, like, in other ways, of course. Yeah. Logan gets his whole little arc 
Yes. It, it pays off in a lot of ways. So. Yes, because of course we see at the end of the episode that Logan is a part of the council. Yes. Um, with our favorite gal this episode, Carol Lockwood. Carol Lockwood. Oh my God, she's. she's Oh, she's a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I feel like every episode we say somebody's on one, and this episode it's Carol. <laughs> yeah, Carol was on one. Yeah, she, I alluded to this before, but one of her moments in the episode is she is being really nasty to the person working the party. Yeah. And Bonnie calls her out. Bonnie, like, mutters under her breath. She's like, bitch. Yeah. She's like, you're right, Bonnie. You have working class solidarity. Yes. Carol Lockwood does not. Yes, Bonnie is great this episode. She and is. Carol's the She's worst. She's redeemed herself from being a bully. Yeah, because she saw another bully and was like, wait, bullying is bad. Yeah, she was like, I learned by example. Carol, so yeah. Bullying. Yeah, Carol Lockwood literally said to the person at the, the worker at the party, yeah. look around, look what's missing. Like, yeah. you could just say like, oh, we need to light the candles. No, yeah. she had to be rude about it. And then, of course, she was also rude to Vicky, who was there, because yes, with Tyler, Tyler yeah. she kind of forced Tyler to invite her, unfortunately. A little bit, a little bit. yeah. Um, but then the real worst part was then that Tyler, like, snuck her around back and, like, yeah. wouldn't let anyone see her there and the whole let time. let her be in the party. Yeah, no. It's awful. Um, Tyler is the worst. He really Tyler is, is so the worst. Bad. But then when you see who he's dealing with, you're like, okay, maybe Tyler yeah. came out okay. Yeah. It's funny, too, because Carol makes a comment, like, uh, Vicky says to Carol, Tyler's being rude. Yeah. And Carol says, oh, he gets it from his father. Like, yeah. And then okay. As, and then as no soon as Vicky walks away, Carol goes, that's what you get for bringing the trash to the party. So, Carol. yeah. Who did Tyler get the rudeness from? I don't know. Oh, oh, I don't know. Poor Vicky. I know she is supposed to be like that trashy character. Like, yeah. Parents not in the picture, like tough life, like, you know. Drug addict. Yeah, yeah drug addict. Yada, that yada. sort of like trashy air quotes yeah type yeah but i don't know vicky she works at the grill she's clearly supporting matt from what we know like mm-hmm. also, she deserves better also we don't actually ever see her like really being like a drug addict like yeah no. before school she's like smoking pot or whatever yeah. but like come on like yeah she's not like we've never seen her really be on any sort of like drug binge even no. at like the party the first day of school party Tyler's really drunk. Vicky's not even drunk. She's not high. She's not anything. So it's kind of weird that we just get this sort of reputation of her as being this, like, drug addict. Yeah. When, like, it's not even what we ever actually get to see of her. Yeah, Um, no. It says a lot about the way that people perceive people. I, okay, this is a tangent, and I'll bring us back, but (laughs) just as a quick aside, I could write a whole essay about the class politics in Mystic Falls. Oh, my gosh. Because... Jeremy does the exact same things as Vicky, yes. but he's never thought of as trashy. Yes. Interesting. I wonder if it's because... There's definitely like, a... Uh, the Gilberts are high class, yeah, air quotes again. Yeah, they're founding families. Yeah, they're founding families. Same for Tyler, who was, like, fucked up. And Carol... Or, Carolyn. Caroline. I struggle. <laughs> I wasn't ready to talk about Caroline. Caroline drinks a lot, too. She oh, gets, that's true. She gets, like, pretty drunk a, a couple yeah. times. Yeah, she does. Um, yeah, they all get away with sort of drinking and partying and yeah. whatever. And yeah, Vicky is the problem. Vicky yeah. is the drug addict. She's the trash. There's a lot to be said. There really and, is. And Carol's definitely like one of the main, if not the main enforcer of these sort of class yeah. politics. She really Falls. is. It comes back in a few ways too, I feel. Yeah. We'll get to that it later It does, on. yeah. There'll I'll be a lot to say essay. about Carol <laughs> yeah. later on. But for now, Vicky is there, but she does leave the party and she goes to Jeremy mm-hmm. And so they have a nice moment at the end. They're now kind of 
together, I guess. I think she's realized yeah. that Tyler isn't... It's not going to work. Yeah, yeah, finally. Um, so, yeah, the, the Vicky-Jeremy drama hopefully has ended in that regard. Well, yeah, the but love triangle only, has ended. Yeah, but it's only going to get worse. But one door closes, as they say. <laughs> and a whole other one opens. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly the vibe, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but I do like some of what Jeremy gets in this episode because I feel like yes. there's a great plot line, I guess, between him and Elena. I really I like the plot line of the watch. Their dad's Me too. Uh, pocket watch and Jeremy's supposed to inherit it and he just doesn't want it taken to the Lockwoods, which such a 14-year-old boy thing. It is just going alone. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it was because it was at Tyler's that he was upset about it or what. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. Part there was it. probably several factors there. Yeah. Um, but it's nice. It's nice that they mm-hmm. throw that in and, like, remind us. Like, he is a 14-year-old boy who is grieving the loss of his parents. Yeah. He's an orphan. He's an orphan. And I really do like the way him and Elena interact about it. It's yes. very sweet. Once he tells her what it's really about, she... She does the right thing. It. I, like, want to cry thinking about it. It's so cute that she, like, she takes the watch and she doesn't bring it to the... Yeah. Just because she knows it would upset him. And she, yes. like, wants to be there for him and support him in that way. And it's yes. so cute. But, of course, they have the real sibling moment where <laughs> as soon as she finds out the watch, the watch isn't at the house, she runs into Jeremy's room immediately, slaps the <laughs> headphones <laughs> off his face. So good. The most sibling moment ever between them. It really is. This, for me, is... Another thing that has really high rewatch value is just getting that relationship between Elena and Jeremy yeah. and being like, I don't know, I I know we said there'd be spoilers, but it really sets it up for how devastating the loss of Jeremy is and just how much, I mean, of course they're siblings, but I don't yeah. know. I think there's something to be said about two siblings who have lost everyone else. Like, yeah. I don't know, these little moments... I, I don't know. I like when they, they give them these real genuine sibling moments. Yeah, and it does mean a lot more on a rewatch when yeah. you really know the trajectory of, of what they do for each other in the long run. Yes. Um, yeah, it's just nice to see episodes like this where they just get to stand by each other and get to, like, be together. Yes. Um, and the jewelry was a nice way to do it. I think that's, like, a thing that makes a lot of sense. I found it really interesting this episode, too, that, like, Elena, like, really expressed a lot of interest, like, when she was showing, like, the rings to Jenna, and she was like, oh, it's great-great-grandmother Mary's, or whatever. Yeah. I thought that was, like, funny, because I don't know if Elena, we talked about this before in the podcast, that, like, Elena kind of doesn't get to have interests because there's so much drama going mm-hmm. on. Yeah. But that's kind of an interest that they show in this episode, that she does seem to have this, like, curiosity about family and about history because she also stands with Damon at the party and listens to the whole spiel about the you know the original Salvatore brothers yeah the original Salvatore um and she says to Stefan that she wants to know about his family so Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's history so much as just family history um but I kind of liked in this episode that they just threw that in that it wasn't just a way to just throw in the watch it was like Elena clearly had done this with her mother and had, like, cleaned that she was cleaning the jewelry. She was, like, sorting it. I thought that was a really nice touch to be, like, oh, you can kind of see the ghosts of, like, you know, what her life was like before. Yes. I I agree. I think that is a good touch. It really, again, it's, like, another humanizing moment. It's another moment where they actually give Elena a personality that's not just, I love Stefan. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good moment, too. Definitely. Another good moment, Elena and Bonnie. Yes, I was just thinking I wanted to mention that. I yeah. love when they just have that little conversation at the party mm-hmm. where they just talk about what Elena had just said to Stefan. She basically was like, you need to be more open and you need to earn my trust, those sorts of things. 
And I just love the conversation they had. I was like, again, it really shows. Yeah. They really are each other's BFFs. Yeah. They're in for the long haul. This is why they are always trying to save each other's lives. Yeah. <laughs> They're willing sense. to literally die for each other multiple yes. times. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's really great. And and again, like kind of like the Jeremy thing where it it has more value almost on a rewatch because yeah. you know what they're going to go through for each other. Yes. Um, and you really do appreciate, like, oh, they don't get to have moments like this. Yeah. <laughs> in, like, <laughs> several episodes. <laughs> yeah, they're barely going to get to interact after a certain point. But, yep. um, yeah, they really are best friends and they highlight it really well in this episode. They do, yeah. These, I do really like these early episodes before you get so deep into everything that it's like... yeah. You really get a lot of the characters and their That's dynamics. True. And... Some of the characters, though, I don't like the a lot that we're getting. Oh. Namely in this one is Stefan. Oh, my because God. Because it weirded me out how in the scene where he, like, comes to Elena's house and they're just, like, making out in her room, he gets the vampire eyes. The oh, vampire veiny eyes. my God. I was thinking about that, too. It's so weird. It's so weird. I don't know if it's, it's the case for everyone, and I've made a mental note to myself. I want to pay attention to it. it yeah but like it's so sexualized for Stefan. clearly yes. like the like the feeding and everything that's I what think i thought that's the too. case with everyone else i 100 percent don't believe that it is no i am 100 percent gonna be watching for it as we go yes, forward now too. because i really had never realized until this time in these first few episodes that we've watched that like they have repeatedly shown that it is like sexual for Stefan. Yeah. That the fact that he literally he's talking to Elena about being passionate in a relationship. Yeah. Veiny eyes. Yeah. He's making out with Elena. Veiny eyes. Like <laughs> I it clearly is sexual it for is. him. It definitely is. Um and we've talked about this non podcast talked about this before. Yeah. <laughs> that like it is interesting that Stefan in particular does seem to feed on young women. Damon does as well. Um, yeah. Damon, I do think, will kind of... Whoever's around, whatever. Yeah. But Stefan, I think they have made a point of, like, young women. I guess Damon said that, too, with, like, college campuses and whatever. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. We're going to watch for it, I think, as it keeps going. Because, clearly, it's sexual for Stefan. Definitely for Stefan. It's really weird. I don't think as much for anyone else. but I don't I'll, think as much either. For it. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely have to. Um because I just don't believe that all vampires are like that, but he is. No, he definitely is. But I guess um, a, a good thing to note now that it not is is not the case maybe for Damon is he is doing this with Caroline. He's clearly also <laughs> sleeping with her while feeding off of her. Yeah, like but also <laughs> it doesn't seem like he likes her in any way. Like yeah. I don't think the two things are related. I think it's just like That's he true. can use her. Yeah, might as well have for sex two with things. Her. Yeah, for <laughs> sex and feeding. So yeah, I, I kind of related. wish they had made it so that he wasn't having sex with her. That he was just feeding off of her because he yeah. doesn't like her. Like he does not. No. Which maybe they're not having sex. I don't know that we even see them kiss, but like you know they're sleeping no. in a bed. She's in lingerie and he's in no shirt. So like <laughs> yeah, fill yeah, in the no. blank. You you could assume yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah. yes, the, no, hate their relationship. Yeah, it's really bad. It's a it's really, bad. this is a hard story arc to be a Damon apologist. It's not it a is. good place to be. It really is. He's really doing bad. Um, he, yeah, he's leaving her covered in bruises. He, yeah, he's, he's fully messing of course with her mind. Yeah, he's messing with her mind, compelling yeah. her, all these different things. It devastated yeah. me this episode mm-hmm. when she said, are you going to kill me? 
so like I sweet know. and honest and he was just like i don't remember what he said not yet or like yeah i think he said not <laughs> like, yet when i feel like it i'll get around to it don't worry about that yet <laughs> yeah whenever you become not of use to me yeah i'm done with you yeah basically that was the message he was sending so yeah, yeah bad time to be a damon apologist definitely it's it's not great it's not great um but i love that in that scene we established that he likes the color blue yeah <laughs> she's nice. like she's like trying on her dresses she puts on the yellow he's like jaundice jaundice yeah jaundice is pretty good yeah yeah and he says he likes blue which i love because they always carry that through like they mentioned so many times blue. that he loves blue he loves blue and i really like that <laughs> i do too it's just a nice like it's a little thing but yeah it's, it's good i know shows like have to have stuff like that that kind of like gives you a real feeling for a character just yeah those small details i mean those are the things you joke about you know when you become friends with somebody or you start dating somebody, it's like, what's your favorite color? Like, what's... Yeah, like, yeah. that's the things you kind of just... They don't matter, but you want to know. Yeah. So it's kind of, like, nice that we get that little hint of him that he likes you. Yeah. Food. Yeah. I also really like, in this scene, um, kind of another Damon personality thing. He reads the Twilight books that yeah. Caroline has, <laughs> and he says, what's the deal with this Bella girl? Edward's so whipped. <laughs> it's just really funny that, like, it is such a part of his personality to be very, like, pulp pop culture yeah yeah and the fact that he just like picked up the twilight books like wanted to understand what they were yeah he's got to stay up to date love it yeah i also just love the little comment about like they're not real vampires yeah (laughs) yeah it's pretty good funny and he he talks about like anne rice is the one that got it right yes it's really good um Damon does get a lot right in this episode, though. He's so smart for yeah. manipulating the teenage girl gossip <gasps> wheel. He knew. He really is. He gets he it. Knew. He knows how teenage girls work. Yeah. <laughs> Did he even have to compel Caroline to, like, do this situation? Or was he like, I'll just tell Caroline this information and I know that she'll tell Bonnie. Because that's just how they work. I really think he just told her i don't think yeah. he needed to even compel her yeah it was like just don't keep this a secret just tell somebody yeah um, not even i feel like he was just like here's the information and yeah. she was like bonnie you'll but never it's believe so funny that bonnie or that caroline says to bonnie like this is a secret don't tell elena first thing she does elena you elena. gotta know this <laughs> yes Again, showing that they're true friends. <laughs> yes. No secrets. Yeah, exactly. But, of course, Elena is smarter than all of Damon's she manipulating is. because she, she immediately really is. is like, um, uh, that sounds like one person's side of the story. Yeah. Yeah. Which is exactly true. And so she's definitely smarter than your average teenager because I feel like most would just be like, oh, my God, I can't believe this information. I know. Me too. I'd be like... I'll never trust Stefan again. Especially because Damon is so charming. I'd be yeah. like, okay, I believe Damon. But yeah. no, Elena, not taking anyone's bullshit. Not. But Damon is also just way too smart because yes. he knows Stefan so well. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, of course, all building to when they go to the party. This is a yep. big uh, Founders Day party at the Lockwoods. And he's setting all of this in motion before the party. Mm-hmm. But by the time they get to the party, Elena is asking him, like, I want to know you. Like, I want to know more about you. Mm-hmm. Stefan, of course, is Stefan about it. And he's like, see, he's getting to you. He's got into your head. And she's like, well, like, maybe, but, like, I still, still want to know, know you. things about you. Yeah. Um, and then even at the end, when she comes to him about Caroline, mm-hmm. the fact that Caroline is getting bitten, Elena saw the bite marks on her. Yeah. He says, um... You know, or she says, I guess, that she's sorry. She realizes Damon's not a good person. Um, but she's still like, but wait, like, I still want to know you. It's not like, yeah. like, he, 
Damon exploited an actual problem that Stefan yes, has. Exactly. And like used it to his advantage. He didn't just pick something random that was like Oh, yeah. she's not gonna like that he does this or that and then have it like not be true or something. Like he found something that actually was gonna be a problem and let that weasel its way. Yes. No, he did. Damon is very good at manipulation, very good at knowing girls. And he does have a lot of smart moments in this. In fact, besides, like, the end scene, I feel like this is a good Damon episode, too. It's a great one, yeah. But related to that, Stefan is also very smart. Like, they know yeah. each other really well, Damon and Stefan. Oh, they yeah. They really, yeah. yeah. I don't know if we want to get into that, but. Yeah, Stefan pulls off the move of the century. Yes, he really gets Damon. Yeah, he tries to vervain him at the house with the yeah. vervain and the bourbon. A classic. A classic. Actually, I think they call it scotch. Are those different? I don't know. Uh, I think they said it was scotch, but they usually drink bourbon. They usually drink bourbon. Inconsistency. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, Stefan tries to put it in that because he knows Damon will drink it, but then he tells Zach that was his plan mm-hmm. because now Damon will let his guard down. And he reveins Caroline. Yeah. And get and he knows Damon is obviously feeding off of Caroline. It's, mm-hmm. it's brilliant. It's Stephen, so brilliant. also pretty smart. Yeah. Stefan really, he usually does not uh, make that far in advance plans. Like, no. Damon is a planner. Like, throughout the entire series. Yes, a schemer. A, a, a thing we relate to, I will yes. say. Love um, schemes. Love a good scheme. And Damon is really good at them throughout the entire series. Yes. He's, like, a lot of times the one keeping them alive, keeping him, them in the play for, like, whatever mm-hmm. thing they all might be fighting for. Stefan, on the other hand, does not usually fight like no, that. Not but he really. does it in this episode, and he does yeah. it so well. He does. It it's really, a good, rare, like, schemey Stefan moment. It definitely is. But it's also funny, so he does this, he takes out Damon, he mm-hmm. profanes him, he gets him, um, puts him in the The infamous the cellar. cellar. Yeah. yeah. Which we won't see till next episode, but I love that he just leaves Caroline in the grass. <laughs> No, I thought that too. I was like, poor Caroline. He doesn't even he doesn't try do to compel her. I mean, we know his compulsion. He could have is weak. gave her blood to heal her. Yeah, he he's could have just at like, least. I go. I mean, honestly, like, even if he can't compel because he's weak, he still could have picked her up and like took her into the house and like set her on something yeah. or like, you know, just been like, you're drunk, you're drunk, like whatever. Yeah, gaslighter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you have to, I mean, if you have to. This might be a reason to do it. It could be, yeah. So he I just that leaves too. her there. Yeah, she's just left there. So great. But she finds the necklace. She does. Which yes. love so Damon presumably goes to this party, one to mess with Stefan, two to get the necklace. Yeah. So the necklace is hidden in like one of the boxes that one of the founding families one of their, brings. Yeah, one of the um, old artifacts. Which first of all, it was in there for hundred and forty years. Yeah, I guess it looked like it was like, you know, some sort of like secret wall thing. Still, but 140 still. years, I feel like that's such a thing. Like, I used to watch those antique shows all the time, and you're always looking for secret drawers, secret yes. boxes, secret yes. bottoms. Nobody found it. Yeah, no. Not not this one, I guess. The people of Mystic um. Falls are slow. They just left it there. <laughs> yeah, well, they don't know anything about vampires and how they work, so True, <laughs> maybe I they're guess. not checking anything. Yeah. Related to Damon and Stefan both being at the party, though. They say at some point that the Salvators are no longer invited. That's why. Like, I yeah. guess because they turned into vampires, but, like... I thought that was weird, because wouldn't Zack still be invited? Yeah, because why he's would like, Zack not be... He's, he's supplying the council with Vervain, like... Yeah. And I guess is presumably Honestly, is sort I, of part of the council. I think it's because Zack is the only Salvator left. Like, he's yeah, all that's, that's true. left. So it's not so much that they're not invited as, like, there's so few of them, they, like, don't have a presence anymore yeah. that, like... They've been driven out of yeah. going to that stuff. 
I guess so, yeah. I just thought that was an odd thing to say they're no longer invited. It made it sound like it that? was... Yeah. Stefan says it or Damon says it? I think Stefan. I can't remember. I can't remember either. Either Damon says it to Caroline or Stefan says it to Lena. I don't remember. One of them. But either one, it could have also just been a lie. It could have just been an excuse to be like, I don't want to go. I can't go. Yeah. Um, Or whatever. I don't remember. Um, But yeah, yeah. I thought that was interesting. I just thought that well. was a weird off offhanded comment to make. But It is. Speaking of weird offhanded comments. <laughs> there are always a lot. <laughs> Stefan's whole entire monologue is just weird. Wait, which His, monologue? When? Well, both of them. So, <laughs> in like the middle of the episode, and then of course at the very end of the episode, he does this voiceover, yes, of course, writing his diary about how Damon's a monster every time, and yeah, yeah, Damon is the real monster. He's the one that needs to be taken down. Mm-hmm. This the streets of Mystic Falls are safe at last. Oh my God, that is the cringiest moment because. It's- there's the news thing earlier where, oh, Damon tells him. Yeah, that, all safe in Mystic Falls. Yeah, that it was, like, blamed on a mountain lion and all safe in Mystic Falls is, like, the tagline. And Stefan writes the same thing in his journal. Ugh. It's so cheesy. It's bad. It's, it's nauseating. Bad. It's no, like, it's like, this turn is... off the episode early. Like, yeah, no. Stefan was great in episode three and then episode four, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is who he really yep. is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the real Stefan has come out. Yeah, he's a little Norman Bates in yes. the voiceover. Yeah, it's very... oh, he's weird. I don't know, I like this it. version of Stefan. No, me neither. Um, he has the great one. I love when he appears out of the shadows when Damon's on the ground mm-hmm. and he's like, I knew I couldn't poison your drink. Perfect delivery. He yeah. killed that. Yeah. But yeah, Stefan's personality, no. Can't. No. He ha- Again, he does have some smart and good moments and that line is good. But yeah, then he just kills it right at the end of the episode. And that's, yeah. I think, when I officially stopped being a Stelena stan. I'm like, yeah, I can't never mind. Yeah, also, like, I do hate the whole thing of, like, I just want you to talk to me. Like, yeah. That's, like, that is a problem in a relationship that I don't personally want to yes. see. Like, no. I'm like, that's just a not. This will come up again. Stefan just genuinely has some bad boyfriend moments. Like, he never wants to dance with Alina, and he Yeah, which he does dance with everyone in this one. Yeah, he dances with people in this one, kind of reluctantly, but. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. He just has some moments where he's just not even a good boyfriend. Which is funny, because I think in episode three, he's kind of like the perfect boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. So, Maybe Damon's duality. getting in his head. I don't Damon's know. Damon's definitely getting in his head, but he's letting him affect him way too much, if that's the case. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think he is, but... Yeah. Related to Damon in that final scene where Stefan gets him, he actually goes a full episode without killing anyone. So... Not by choice. <laughs> not by choice. He did try to kill poor Caroline, probably. But, yeah, we went a full episode, no deaths, no death by Damon, no in memoriam, or, like, nothing yeah. in the in memoriam section. So. Unless we want to count the mountain lion. Well, presumably. the mountain lion did do a death, but I don't think we have to count it. No. So, yeah, first episode, no deaths. Pretty pretty. That's remarkable. impressive, yeah, especially for Damon. Yeah. But, you know what, we will always have an out-of-pocket moment. It's Somebody's always, always doing moment. something. Yeah. Um, I think we've got some solid contenders, this one. One person sticks out in my mind for multiple reasons, though. I think we probably have the same person in mind. Carol Lockwood. What is wrong with her? I don't know. She's being so terrible, and she says so many truly out-of-pocket things to everyone. I honestly don't know if I could narrow it down to being rude to the worker who didn't light the candles or Mm -hmm. saying Vicky is trash. Everything's bad. All of it. 
just Carol Lockwood overall out of pocket as a person. Yeah, that's I'm willing to. Yeah, that's basically what I was gonna say. So, I think we have a winner. Most yeah. out of pocket. Carol Lockwood. Lockwood. For every reason. <laughs> the whole episode. Yeah, whole episode. Doesn't even need to be a specific moment. It's no. out of pocket episode. Yes. Yeah. But this episode, for best quote, I think I have a clear nominee. I love when Damon and Elena are talking and he's giving her the whole story of the original Salvatores, like we talked about. Mm-hmm. And he tells her basically what happened in the church with him and uh, Stefan getting shot at the, like, trying to save Catherine. Mm -hmm. And he says, or Elena says, what was it about? And Damon says, a woman. Doesn't it always come down to the love of a woman? It's so good. It's such a good line. It's basically, it could be the tagline for the entire show. Honestly, yeah, it is. It's such a good line, and he delivers it perfectly. Yeah. that's. I think that's my winner. I think that is the clear winner. And it is hard to pick, honestly, because it is an episode with a ton of good Damon one-liners. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think I even thought of anybody else's lines as being even notable enough to be considered no. for the best quote. But there were, like, repeatedly Damon lines. My unflinching ability to listen to Taylor Swift. <laughs> so good. Um, he has a lot of good lines. It's cool not be- not getting old. I'm the eternal stud. That yeah. was pretty good, too. Though I do like Stefan's follow-up, and he goes, yeah, being a <laughs> 150-year-old teenager for my life has been, like, wonderful yeah. or something like that. He yes. phrases it better than that, but... Yeah. There's a lot good. of really good dialogue, this one, so it is hard to choose, yeah. but that does just speak to the quality of that quote. Doesn't it always come down to the love of a yeah. woman? It's it's an excellent it's quote. It's is that really yours, too? Good. Yeah, I think that's the winner. I Lots so of good too. nominees, but that's the winner. I think so, too. Nice. Well, I think we have another clear winner category. Yes. Our last topic is song of the episode, the best mm-hmm. song from the episode. Honestly, there were lots of songs in this episode, and I don't remember a single one of them except the real song of the episode. The song. The clear winner. The song winner. of the series. Honestly, I I yeah. Week, but. This, yeah, we, last week, Temptation Real. This is all of the series, best song. But, like, I <laughs> said this before we watched this that, um, yeah. Temptation. And this song that we're talking about are two of my, like, ultimate favorite Vampire Diaries songs. Yes. They go in the top five for sure. It is, of course, Believer by Viva Voce. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. It's, it's so good. It's amazing. I also really like it because it's a rare, like, sort of upbeat, really yes. good song from Vampire Diaries. There, there are pretty, like, there are a lot of good ones. But most of, like, the best, best songs are kind of those, like, sad, moody yeah. songs. And this one, it's like, yes. no, this is just a Damon on a rampage, yes. having a moment song. I'm a sucker for any song that happens when Damon or Klaus are yeah. about to kill somebody, <laughs> when they're having a moment, when they're really feeling their rage. Those are my favorite songs. Yes. There's lots of good sappy ones, but the rage ones are the best. And this one, which is the downfall of Damon getting taken down with the mm-hmm. vervain, is like so excellent. It's so well done. It's yeah. an amazing song. So easy. The season one episode episode four winner mm-hmm. of best song, yes. Believer. It's so good. Yeah. Um, and if you're curious and want to listen to it, we're making a playlist with all of the best songs. We're also thinking about doing one with every song we mention, yeah. like all of the honorable mentions and best songs, but. There is definitely a playlist with 
best song from every episode. We'll yeah. be keeping track and updating it. So, so at this point, there's there. only four songs on yeah. there, but we will be adding every single episode. So yes, follow along and let imagine, us know if you want yeah. the honorable mentions one as well. Yeah, imagine how good it'll be in like five episodes. <laughs> yeah, by the end of season one, that's gonna be the go-to playlist. That's yes, like, my everyday playlist. Literally. Yeah, we're already blasting Vampire's music in this apartment on the daily. Um, All it's, the time. it's only gonna get worse. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Honestly, <laughs> yes, me too. But I think that wraps it up. That is I think it so too. for this episode, season one, episode four, Family Ties. Yes. Next week we have season one, episode five, You're Undead to Me. Yes, You're Undead to Me. I really like that title. Yeah. I'm, the car wash episode. Yes, the car wash episode. That's what I was going to say. I don't know if I relate it to the episode because I just think of it as being the car wash episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't even... It doesn't really have much to do with the like what happens in the show, really. I guess it's because they think Stefan... Is, is undead. Is dead. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we'll talk more about that next week. Yeah, definitely. But for now, you can listen to this podcast on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're not already, you can watch the video version on YouTube. And you can follow us on Instagram, on TikTok. I think that's the only places that's you can it. follow us. Yeah. <laughs> at the River Diaries podcast. Yep. Always posting fun memes and clips on there. Yeah. So I think that's it for this time. I think so, too. Thank you for watching. Hope we see you next time. Bye. Bye.